Another episode of Chris and Day's Articast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps. My co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horitz. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering The Bachelorette US Season 18, Episode 1. Now, Chris, after our brief little break from the reality cast, we are back with a vengeance, aren't we? And I know we're <laughs> going to be a little bit behind for a few days on The Bachelorette. But we're back with this franchise. And unlike what we said about actually finishing off Katie's season, I thought I'd, I'd break some news to you, Chris, because... Oh, hang, on, hang on, Dave, let me just get the tissues out. It's Kleenex. Come on. Come on. <laughs> no, it's not a Van Damme movie again. <laughs> um, so-, <laughs> so Katie... So spoilers, if anyone didn't finish off the last season of Bachelorette, I'm guessing you probably did. Uh, I couldn't avoid spoilers. I I saw it, you know, not long after the final. But um, Katie ended up with Blake, Chris. You know, that absolute shocker, you know, how he walked in uh, later into the episode. But it seems that they've split up now, Chris. Dave, honestly... I'm absolutely devastated. It's, it's, you know what? It's almost as harrowing as Dale and Claire breaking up, Dave. I, I, I couldn't believe it. And what we're going to see is Blake oh, on. Oh, but, but someone's pictured them two, Claire and Dale, on a fucking plane together. They are on off constantly. Yeah. That, that well, was a, fair enough. That, yeah. Yeah. We had the full statement from Claire, didn't we, the other week? But, <clears throat> Dave, this fucking Katie. You know, I, I said she, I thought she was good when we had the, the season there with Matt. She isn't. She's another fucking no mark. So is he. he. He's got the fucking personality of a fucking Ikea wardrobe, Dave. It's the old classic line, but it's true. <laughs> Both a pair of Bachelor fucking blaggers. They're going to be on every single Bachelor fucking show now trying to find true love. Blake may end up, Dave, with his own Bachelor. This is the run. This is the Blake run. We might see him as the Bachelor in a couple of, in about maybe a year's time. But yeah, I'm, I'm completely shocked by that revelation, Dave, honestly. <laughs> I think that was just when we hit the pause button, wasn't it? Where I think we'd both kind of uh, been impressed initially by Katie. She seemed quite authentic, quite genuine. Um, but then it did start to peek through a little bit how, you know, she was basically cut from the same cloth uh, as all the other fame wannabes. So, uh, <laughs> I love this. We just shit on this show, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some of the other shows, like they get fully into it, and we do get invested, don't we? Oh but yeah, of course it, we it's do, not yeah. for the love, really, of the show. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like we love to hate it. Oh, yeah, that's probably a bit of that, but but Chris, this season we're going to be covering Michelle's season as well as Married at First Sight, as well as fucking Love Island, Australia. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have no live Dave, so let's just know. <laughs> But, um, I mean, it starts off, it's the same kind of playbook, isn't it? Oh, we'll come back to playbooks. Um, But it's the same formula as always. So we get introduced to Michelle. We'd seen some of this from Matt's season when we first met Michelle, hadn't we? Um, So what what do you reckon to that, how it took took her to her hometown and she was talking about growing up and playing basketball and stuff? 
Well, I, I do think her parents were nice. Lovely what her mum mm. said. She said, you know, that your daddy's my world. That's what you want. Really sweet. It was nice. You know what, though, Dave? Right, I'm going straight in, straight away. So Michelle, she's like such a lovely girl. They played on the basketball stuff. She's obviously a great basketball player. Showed her. We've just reviewed White Men Can't Jump on VHS Strikes Back, Dave, and Woody Halson and <laughs> Wesley Snipes. So I think Woody Halson weren't that good at basketball. Michelle is excellent at basketball, Dave. She threw to Sedan, because that's what they call it in White Men Can't Jump, they do it from the halfway line. Mm. And she is a basketball player. You can see that. It's obviously a career she wanted to do. We get the VTs of when she was younger and that. Really good. If you're a school teacher, right, Dave, and you've got primary school kids, you know, and, and kindergarten, whatever you call it in America, you know, we call it primary school kids in the UK. And you're trying to set an example to your kids because, you know, children need a strong, influential people, a person or people around them to, to make them into better people, strong, you know, leaders and everything something they can look up to. Why would you ask your kids in the class, how many men do you think I'm going to cop off with? Uh, one of them says 15. She goes, no, 30. And that one of the girls is like, 30? You know, it's like, why, why as a school teacher, would you then think that kids would find that acceptable, that they're going to basically go with, with 30 guys? I know it's a show and I know we're playing up to it a bit, but that bit made me piss because I was like, wow, wow, Michelle, really? Did the producers have done you completely? Because they're going to be like, <laughs> well, Miss Young, she has 30 boyfriends. You know what I mean? I just found that really, yeah. you know what kids are like? But I don't know if you picked up on that, Dave. It just was quite amusing for me. Well, I think what the interesting thing is, Chris, is when we step across into the different franchises, you get these different rules, don't you? And we've been out of The Bachelor and Bachelorette for a few months now. And and I, I forget how just copping off with lots of different people in any given day or night <laughs> is just totally fine. Because yeah. we we step across to something like Love Island. And if someone dares to like link arms or hold hands or say the wrong thing, then there's all sorts of fucking drama and, you know, arguments and whatnot. So, but here it's all just totally okay. I, I, I do agree though. It's, it's just, it's weird, you know, to introduce kids to that concept as well. Maybe that's where it starts, Chris. This has been on our TV a long time, hasn't it? But I do still, find it weird but we're probably going to get called out aren't we because we, we, we seem like we're the only ones who find it weird mind you I, I suppose we've had a few emails saying the same but it's, it's like us we just have to get over it don't we this is the bachelor this is what they do this but is um, it. yeah this is it yeah we're still not out of this pandemic you know what i mean so it's still a bit weird to see <laughs> at any time but especially now um, in bubble again, Dave. <laughs> fucking bubble. Yeah, right. <laughs> My fucking left bollock, Dave. You know what I mean? A fucking bubble. And Katie and Tisha and Matt season. We're not Tisha. Matt season was horrendous. Everyone was just popping up from nowhere. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> this, this, this season will be the same, won't it? It's yeah. like, it's some random fucking no mark who's been doing fuck all <laughs> since they were on The Bachelor three seasons ago. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you want to, He's been he's been isolating for a month, honest. Yeah, is is fucking Matt? He was a waiter who once served the couple on season two of The Bachelor. He's trying to give some <laughs> advice to Michelle. Okay, Matt. Hello, nice to meet you. Oh, hang on a minute. Here's 
Dolores, Dave. She's just appeared. What happened was she served coffee once on one of the dates. And she's <laughs> going to come and give him advice as well. It's just like anybody gets a fucking ticket on this show. But I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking dick. Huh? But I think with, with, with this show, like Michelle, she seems so far, like of all the contestants we've seen, that's going across like Matt, Tasha, obviously Claire, fucking, she was just an unbelievable contestant, just, just purely for what she brought the drama. Michelle seems really nice. And I do think with mm. ET, it's the same old bullshit VT though. She, she's doubting herself. You know, she does a runner on the street somewhere and she's in the middle of a fucking, it looks like she's in the middle of some like main main road somewhere because she's had to escape, Dave, and all this. You know, you get all the drama again. Like she's running one way and someone's running the other way. And I'm just like, and, and I must admit, because we've not watched it for ages, and you're right, the rules are there, aren't they? Like Love Island, if someone cops off with someone else, Dave, it's like, oh, they are the baddies. They are the baddies. You know, man or woman, oh, that's terrible. On this show, it's just a fucking free for all. This is like any 14 year old pubescent lad stream in it couple with 30 girls and then see which one you like the most Dave that's like it's just it's so incestuous on this show and I love it I must admit I love it because I'm watching it and I'm just like why are we here again Dave Horrocks, why are we here again? And oh, fucking so- Dave Horrocks, me. You fucking love it, don't you? Yeah, you I just do. literally said you love it. Yeah, I do. I do love it. I do. However, Dave, I think we should pack up our bags right now and it's all over because Michelle's already got her perfect match for me in this lad, Joe. So we get to meet the lads, don't we? And we've got... Tasha and Caitlin again, they're the presenters. Obviously, there's no fucking Chris Harrison. He's been paid off backhanded into the sunset and everything, and, and long may he never come back. So we've got them. So I'm not convinced. I think Tasha's good, but I'm not sure about Caitlin, Dave. She did absolutely nothing in the last series. But they come along, they're interested. And then we get, I must admit, Dave, my fucking toes couldn't curl enough for the way the guys come in in some of them outfits. I was just like, <laughs> what is it's like they give them a box of fucking pantomime stuff and go just see what you can do there lads and they come in i know it's all set up but it come in with some of the most ridiculous but this is what people love though isn't it it's always the same it's like you know you you go in there what is your tactic how are you going to stand out from everyone else are you going to go and do something a bit silly are you going to go in and do something romantic or are you just going to go in there all plain and just say all right how's it going you know they all go in with this different idea um, you know, and, and it is a little bit of a circus, isn't it? <laughs> you know, it's just to try and be completely different from all the other people who've come before you. Now, I, I want to come back to Joe in a second, but one bit, right, that had me genuinely laughing. Normally, I like to laugh at it. Yeah. At this point, I was laughing with it. But when the guy comes in in his little fucking toy oh. fire truck... <laughs> And the guy in an actual fire truck rolls up. It's like, motherfucker. Oh, my God. Dave, talk about dick measuring. He got absolutely done over, didn't he? Completely done over. But I'll tell you what always fascinates me, right? Now, now, she's a teacher. So you had that Chris who turned up Mm. in the school bus, but he had shorts and a backpack on. And I'm thinking, you know, like when you, when you were younger, it's like, you know, you always see them, didn't you? You see like women get dressed up as schoolgirls and going, and, and when you think, you take a step back and you think, so does that mean that someone wants to be with a schoolgirl? You know, what, why would she be turned on of him turning up in a backpack as a school kid? I was just like, 
I don't know. Do you understand what I mean? It just it just seems a little I bit. He was cosplaying Britney Spears. I, I <laughs> wasn't sure. I, I think he's. Do you not think he seems like a bit of a tool, old Chris? There, he lives in West Hollywood. Um, describes himself as a bit of a southern gentleman, a Cajun, um, and he he says um, she Michelle. He says about Michelle. He says she wears her heart on her shoulder. <laughs> Which seems like the mixed up kind of metaphor that you or I would say. <laughs> um, but I, I just thought Chris was a bit of a bell end, to be honest. Absolutely full yeah. to the brim of himself. Yeah, he was. And I, and, and I think, obviously, one of the ones that made me laugh was that Rodney. So the last season, we had that guy who turned up in the fucking box, didn't we? A present for yeah. Katie's unwrap. <laughs> and we were taking the piss. Like, he had a full suit. And like, oh, my God, I hope he didn't have fucking the runs or something because he'd be fucked. He was in there for hours, wasn't he? But you've got the guy the guy in the apple costume. He, was, he wore the whole like, apple costume, even for the rose ceremony. And then that knobhead, it was under the table with his head and he looked like he was crying. Was that he, Nick or something? He, yeah. <laughs> he, had, he had like tears in his face and it looked like he'd had onions or something on the, on the, the, the um, what's it called? The bloody steel thing that protects the food, you know, like the, the warmer thing. And and he's there. And I was thinking, he looks for this guy. It looks like he's been in there for hours and they've gone, let's just do that again. Can we run that again, guys, and do another take? He looked exhausted when he come out. I don't know. It was stupid. <laughs> but I, I did think it was a little bit of a copy off the guy from Katie's season who came in in the box. Can't remember what his name was. Do you mean the one I've just talked about, Dave? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> But I'm trying. I'm trying to actually remember his name, unlike his name. you. But I'm also <laughs> I failing. I thought you'd done the old classic where you were listening. No, no. Just <laughs> as you're talking, I've got the Homer Simpson like the little uh, toy, whatever. Yeah, Chris. What do you think about Ryan? Right, and the fact that, <laughs> and the fact that. You know, he's well, actually, when he's introduced, I'm thinking, ah, oh, this guy could go far here. It, it was like they properly gave him a good edit. You know, he's an environmental consultant. He was work, he was on the tractor, he's working the farm. Chris, I thought he looked like something straight out of a Jackie Collins novel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of those smutty romantic novels, you know, and, and I, I just thought, right, this guy could be in there. But then, for some inexplicable reason, i.e. it's fucking bullshit, Tasha yeah. and Caitlin decide to just do a fucking spot check, like he's on full metal jacket or something, and they're going to do a, an inspection of his room. And, oh, look at this. He's got a printout of a playbook of how to win The Bachelor and, like, how he should act and everything. I mean, this guy does not know what a smartphone is, so he's printed it all out and he's got it in his suitcase there. What do you think of that? Well, when we both watched it, I did say bull fucking shit. Now, he's obviously a setup. He's an actor or something because... Why, like you said, are we in fucking 2003? Do we need to print <laughs> stuff off? If you're going to give away... You know what they, this is like? It's like watching an episode of Scooby fucking do. I don't know how we're going to get the bad guy. I'm going to say, he's only going to left his master plan on a fucking board, a chalkboard there. Let's just have a look what he's going to do next. Exactly like 
a cartoon as well. The same thing where the bad guy has the goodies trussed up on a train track with fucking rope round him. And he then tells him his whole master plan before they're supposedly getting killed, Dave. So the good guys can escape and then go and beat up the bad guy and save the day. It was fucking bullshit. And I must admit, I was fizzing at the screen. And obviously she then confronts Ryan. We get this faux fucking fake concern. Look, the last series, we had that guy who basically said he wanted to be The Bachelor. And we called it out because every man and his fucking dog on, on Katie's season wants to be The Bachelor. They want to carry on in this incestuous environment. They want as much screen time as they want. The guy in the last series just had the bottle to actually admit it and say, yeah, that's what I want mm. to do. However, I've got feelings. Now, he was fucking Pinocchio, fucking Gonzo, as our good friend Sam <laughs> says, off Marina Fruits of Australia. <laughs> it was bullshit. But at least we know with him, everyone else, it's not one of them things like, everyone's doing the same thing, but you're not allowed to say you're doing the same thing. No, everyone knows. I hate, <laughs> I hate the stuff we're going to get soon when it's going to be, I just want what's best for Michelle. Fuck off, you fucking attention-seeking fuckers. You don't. You just want to be on the screen. And I say we Ryan, set up from the start. It was fake. And then he's like, she's, she's going, who? So, so well, I've, I've never seen it before. It's one of my friend's wives. And, it's, and I'm like, but what's wrong with that? What is wrong with with that? That's Michelle's got on this show, Dave. Like Katie has Tasha, Matt. All the, I mean, obviously we only come on with Matt, so I don't know any of the other guys. I watched the pilot one. I think it was Pete actually before we started doing the podcast. I watched that series, everything, but it's sort of like they're all there for one reason: to carry on staying in this fucking bachelor bubble. And I salute him, Dave. I know it was all fake and it was all bullshit drama Michelle's like oh I'm sorry you're gonna have to go and the guy's there like oh that is disgusting I'm like fucking hell we just need Geppetto in the background fucking telling him I've got no strings the liars they're all the same and I love it Dave I love it (laughs) (laughs) that is what's fairly unique I mean you've always got it there haven't you with the other ones you know Love is Blind Love Island all of them that you know at some point the reasons come into question, but I don't think it's quite as obvious as with this franchise. And I tell you what it reminds me of, Chris, you know, in the life of Brian, where you're getting this guy, he's going to get stoned because he said Jehovah and you've got all the women there in fake beards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like It's like, you know, all I said was, you know, this meal was good enough for Jehovah or something like that. And everyone's like throwing rocks at him. It's like that. It's like everyone is full of shit. But if you happen to be the person who's on trial, basically you're fucked. I mean, they're all there for the wrong reasons. But if you let it be known, and I think this guy, Ryan, is just thrown out there to be a sacrificial lamb. So we, we've we covered now, like, Claire and Tasha's season, Matt's season. Have we done any others? I, th- I think that's it, isn't it? Oh, no, that's so, it, yeah. It's enough. Uh, <laughs> but we, we've almost seen like this evolution of, you know, it's so obvious when the game players, like, well, they're all game players, but when the really obvious ones come in. And I think this is an attempt by the producers to say, look, look, we hear you. We know that some people don't come on here for the wrong, uh, for the right reasons. But look, we've caught them. We've weeded them out. So you don't have to worry about that anymore, right? All the people who are left, 
are all here for the right reasons. <laughs> and he's just, it is just such horseshit. Um, yeah, it was just, it was one of the fakest things I've seen on this fake show. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's a fucking parody in itself, Dave. <laughs> but, but no, you're right, because we're all at it. We know why they're there. We know, look, you know and I know, at the end of this show, whoever Michelle gets with, there's only one person for me already who I think she can actually get with, and it's sustainable for her life and the connection. Because let's talk about Joe. So Joe is from Minnesota, like herself. He's a basketball player. Dave, all of a sudden, she went, hang on. Have I slid into your DMs? I was like, oh, here we go. It's another Claire and Dale. So is Joe going to become the Dale of the series? Is he going to be there literally at every opportunity, you know, with Michelle? Is he going to be hot? I don't know. He seems like a good guy. He doesn't seem like Dale, who is absolutely thirsty for that camera. He looks like a good guy. His family's background, they are so, so perfect really Dave the location everything I know in the US people are used to sort of traveling and moving around the country aren't they that's like part of the course and stuff but in the UK it's slightly different it's it, it, you would not usually sometimes you are obviously I know you, you you're slightly away from St Helens and that Dave but you, you most people probably 90% of people are within where the families are aren't they you know most of the time so in the US it's slightly different as a belief in my opinion but I think these are suited, and everyone else I've seen, I've not seen anything from him at all. Any connection with Michelle? Joe looks like he's got the full package to me, Dave. You know, I think his reasoning for ghosting her, though, was a bit weak. But, Dave, <laughs> these shows, it doesn't matter, does it? Because he'll just be like, oh, well, I did it. You know, like you say, he's, yeah, all right. Well, slightly weak, however... I don't think that's going to matter, Dave. I think these are going to be the two that get the, well, Michelle is obviously, but I think Joe's going to get the most airtime. And I say that with one of my great predictions, like the football, and next week he'll probably get voted off. Well, there you go. <laughs> you mean the, the great prediction? Like, you think you're going to do uh, Liverpool on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> Dave, move the fuck on, all right? Let's just move on, okay? I've had enough so, abuse from you. I, okay. I don't know. <laughs> oh, there's plenty more. Um, so I, I, I can't believe Ollie's still there, to be honest, but I'm loving it. Right. Get on I with it now. I just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know about Joe, you know. I, I think it it is one of those, it, it, you know, us in normal life. I mean, we have, like, Instagram for our show and stuff, don't we? But, yeah. you know, these people who live on their social media are just a, a different breed, aren't they? So, you know, fancy meeting some random bloke or, or random woman in the public. Oh, I think I recognized you. I randomly fucking messaged you. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> just based on your Instagram. Um, oh. It's just, I can't comprehend. I can't wrap my head around actually doing something like that. But, um, yeah, so so there's obviously an attraction there. She obviously feels like, you know, they there was something, you know, it obviously resonated with her, but you know, she felt a bit burned by just getting ghosted by the guy, and and I just felt like he was saying about you know the George Floyd stuff. And, uh, did I say George? George Floyd stuff. Floyd stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and. You know, there was lots of things going on and what have you. So he, he just didn't, 
feel like he could be vulnerable with someone or, or open himself up to someone. And I thought, well, that's different to just ghosting someone and just completely stopping messaging them. And, I, you know, she did call him out a little bit on that. And I just think, nah, that's just like a courtesy like message to say, look, I'm in a really shitty place right now. Um, can we come back to this in like six months or whatever because my head is mashed or yeah. whatever it is? It takes like fucking 30 seconds. And so I am not buying it. Um now she obviously she is wobbling on that because he got a rose tonight. Yes. But I, I just think that's gonna come back. And even if it doesn't come back, even if he gets right to the final, if he, even if she picks Joe in the end, I would still be concerned that that kind of behavior is uh, is going to cause problems down the line. Yes. And, and to be fair, that's a good point. That, that is a good point. I think, I think the problem was, Dave, watching the episode, everyone else was doing the playbook, weren't they, the Bachelorette or Bachelor playbook? It was all... I don't want to upset you. I'm going to try and come across as a nice guy. Let me try something a bit wacky. You may fall for it, you may not. Now, obviously, Joe got a kiss out of her, Dave, as well. So, so he did get a kiss and everything. So we were he was the first one to kiss her. And I think it was probably the right thing to do to give her the rose. But I'm still waiting for, Dave. We're still up for, and I'm saying, hey, this is the last rose. You can't be that, Dave. You cannot be it. The Chris Harrison fucking line. Just to tell you, this is the last do rose. Do you reckon Chris Harrison is like sat at home, like in a fucking darkened room watching the episode, and he's like, that's my line. <laughs> they stole it from me. Leonardo DiCaprio, and he's pointing at the screen when he's eating. Or he could turn out like Fingy Ben Stiller in... In what's he got dodgeball where he, he ends up now? He's about 400 pounds eating ice cream on his sofa in his pajamas. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I could have been a contender, oh, that dear. was me. That, but anyway, that's his own fucking fault. But, but no, <laughs> the, I think the craft that went into that you know, delivery of that. This is the final rose. <laughs> I love it. I, honestly, I absolutely love that bit. It me fucking, it's the highlight of the episode because it's like, nobody can count. I know we've been called out on this. It is back to the bachelorette folklore. And you've got to say, by the way, this is the last rose. However, you, you're right though. I mean, it's just, it's so fucking stupid. And I've no doubt, Chris, lots of bachelor nation actually genuinely do love that moment. Um, yeah. But for me, I just can't help but laugh at it. It's like everyone's got eyes. <laughs> it never fails to tickle me. It's like everyone can fucking see it. It's the last rose. Why? Why are you on this countdown? But anyway, sorry, I cut across you there. <laughs> no, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm totally with you. It's, it, I mean, look, I think... I don't even know how half the guys are. I'm not even going to pretend to know Dave. I didn't even, I just know the main ones. It was Ryan, Joe, Chris, you know, they, they, and, and to be fair, you can always see which ones they want to focus on, whether it's because they've given a shit mm. intro to Michelle and they're like, oh, I'm not using that. Or it's just like, we don't find these guys have got an interesting backstory because at the end of the day, they're there by the narrative of what's going on. 
I know Michelle will be getting coerced into saying, can you just, you know, this guy seems quite interesting. He's got this story. Let's run with this. There's going to be all sorts of stories going, Dave. And I've got to say, still one of my favourite bits, I think it's Katie. Was it Katie when she face-planted on, on the parachute, Dave? And, and she looked like she was seriously hurt. And she just got up and walked off. No, was that, that was Matt James and uh, was Matt? Rachel oh, was O'Connor, wasn't it? Oh, it was Rachel. Yeah, Dave, that still makes me piss. Me and Sam were talking about that the other day. When <laughs> you fucking <keep> evil <laughs> bastard. <laughs> no, no, because you know, because she, I'm, I'm lucky if she was here, I won't be laughing, but it's the way she fucking face planted. She only did the fucking splits. Oh, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, Dave, do you think we're going to get a wrestling or some sort of violent game again because bachelor to be fair hold my hands up never disappoints dave when it comes to the violence yeah it's i mean we're gonna have some villains we're gonna have some game where someone gets almost fucking paralyzed and then they go oh let's stop the game now well don't play that fucking game in the first place you know but (laughs) but, um yeah it's gonna be all the things that we kind of uh that we love to laugh at Oh, it's fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So have you got anything else, Dave, for today? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I started off, Chris, copiously writing my notes. And seeing as Ryan's doing fuck all, I thought, well, we should hire him because clearly he can write a lot of fucking notes. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, halfway through the episode, I'm like, oh, fuck this. And when, when she's handing out the roses, the camera's panning around. It's like, I don't recognize fucking a bunch of people out of here. They're just there and just had no camera time. So I think, you know, we we don't need to know everyone's name in a few weeks. Once we get into the real kind of the real players, um, you know, or the real contenders rather then I'm sure we'll we'll start to familiarize ourselves with the names. The only other thing I did note down though, Chris, there, there is another Chris. I mean, we spoke about Chris before in California, but we do have a motivational speaker called Chris from Canada. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I'm waiting to see whether he's as good as the previous motivational speaker, um, whose name <laughs> you I lasted, can't remember. It lasted <laughs> yeah. about two episodes. <laughs> it was him? fucking just, oh, whose tactic man. was to just offend everyone. Every, but, Dave, but I he think was brilliant. He, he was, but I think he got on Bachelor in Paradise, you know. I, I, I oh didn't go God. back and watch it, but um, yeah. I, I think let's see how this guy does. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. So, Dave, Patreon, as always, guys, big thank you for myself and Dave for supporting us. If you do want to uh, support the show a bit more, go to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. If you want to follow us on social media at CD Reality Cast, and if you want to email us, CD Reality Cast at gmail.com. So, big thank you to the following people and all patrons who've been here past present. We do appreciate all your support, guys, over the last couple of years. Really, really kind. So, We've got Ken, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren, Haley, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, David, Ed, David, Brent, Ed. I got it done it wrong again, Dave. Hannah, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Helen, Joanna, Zoe, Amy, Claire, Noreen, Jacqueline, Brianna, Helen, Lucy, Keith, and Michelle. So thank you so much, guys. Really, really appreciate it. And Mr. Horrocks, we are back with a block rocking beat. We're getting back up to speed after my little break. And uh, yeah, I'm sure you're sick of speaking to me today already, but it's all fun and games. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very good. Very good. So again, we'll at some point this week, we'll catch up because we know like right now the second episode has aired. So we'll, we'll catch up and then we'll be back to a normal kind of schedule yeah. with that. 
we'll also be back at some point with Love Island. I think we're we're not going to catch up to it in real time, so I think we'll be a few weeks behind on that. But uh, I think we both watched the first episode, and that looks pretty good already, doesn't it? That's yeah, it uh, does. Love Island, Australia. So yeah, um, other thing, other news, Chris. So we signed up, didn't we, to the uh, November Squat Challenge? Oh, so yes. that's going to be interesting. So hundred squats a day for well throughout November, um, and that's all for the UK cancer research. So th- that will be interesting. What what do you reckon your tactics going to be, Chris? Are you, you going to prepare? Are you going to do some some pre squats in the days leading up to this? Well, I know where you're leading into this. You know that I don't prepare. However, as you know, I do yoga every day, Dave. So I have always done yoga for the last five years, pretty much nearly every day. But this year, there's been when I went on holiday last week, and there was one other week where I've not done it. But from Christmas, I vowed to do every day, and I fell off when I went to Bloody Isle of Wight. But I do squats as part of that day, slow squats. Don't really do fast ones. So I'm always in that position. I can still do it. I'll be fine, Mr. Horrocks. Don't you worry. I'm not going to do 100 in a go because I think anybody listening, and this is Chris putting on his personal trainer hat, don't be doing it. If you're going to do it with us, which we really appreciate, and and get over to the Facebook page because there is one that's really, really nice people. Try and do it in four sets of 25 or five sets of 20 through the day. Don't Mm. go mad because literally you will not be able to walk. You'll start feeling that burn on the inside of your thigh. Every time I start doing proper squats, Dave, that's what I get on the inside of my leg. It takes me a good few sessions. I don't, it's like it's almost like my hamstring's going to pull, but it's on the inside of my leg going down to my knee. It's just so mm. weird when I do squats. But no, it's for a great cause, and I'm happy to do it. Because, Dave, another announcement. I'm not just doing a summer challenge. I am on an official 2012 Chris Phelps stripping of the weight, Dave. I've got 16 weeks till I go on holiday. Yet again, some call me Judith Chalmers. That's fine. No, a fucking holiday. Another one. <laughs> I'm off to Dubai. Fucking Michael Dave. Palin. <laughs> I don't mind, but you know, these things happen. It's my wonderful wife's birthday. So I am going to be in the best shape I've been in for a few years, Dave. hundred percent. I'm back on the protein. I'm eating all the right foods. It's only been two days. Let's see how I go for the weekend, but I am committed to shift this weight, Dave. I'm making a comeback big time. Nice, because our our summer challenge sort of fizzled out into nothing, yeah. didn't it? We dropped it like the Bachelorette. <laughs> yeah, I did all right at the start. I lost quite a bit at the start, and then it just plateaued and went to shit. But no, I am determined to get back back on that horse, Dave. So yeah, let's see what happens. Nice, nice. All right, mate. Well, it's been good to get back to this franchise. It's uh, <laughs> it's been a while, and uh, yeah. But thanks for listening, everyone, and I'll speak to you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye.